Is there such thing as having too much sport? Too much sport? I don't know. Depends um, what type of sport it is, I guess. What yeah. do you think? Um, I don't think so. Maybe more so not enough time. Oh, yeah, definitely that. But, um, you know, for me, it depends what sport it is, mate. Some sport I just cannot get enough of. Yeah. Others I may like, but they just can't fit it into my schedule. You know how yeah. it is. I, I had that problem on the weekend. There was so much sport on the mm. weekend. For me, I had, obviously, the Knights in Mudgee, yeah. uh, the Phillies, the Major League Baseball opening weekend was on. Um, there's supercars, the Formula One in Melbourne, uh, 76ers are just about to go to the playoffs. There was WrestleMania. I know most people aren't going to call that sport, yeah. but sports entertainment. So hey, I'll, mate, I'll after, the, after the nights, that was probably my main one. <laughs> I was keen for Mania, keen every year for um, Mania. So Mania, and then the Newcastle North Stars had their first game this weekend oh, too. So, yeah, they won like 10-3 or something. Like yeah. They, they we'll smashed them. to get them. to a game of that this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I just I found myself there was just way too much sport and not enough time. So I thought I'd ask you the question: yeah. Is there such thing as too much sport? Yeah, well, evidently no. No, I don't, I, sports like music in a way. Can you imagine a world without it? Can you imagine not having a team to support? Mate, I look just look forward to it everywhere. It, it literally, like, and from many many people, you just look forward to it. Gets you through that hard week. You know, if work sucks, you know, whatever. You're having a tough week doing whatever. Yeah, you, know, you just look forward to it. It's good stuff. Even if your team's doing shit, you and look forward to going to the stadium. And yeah, I talk to people at work about it who aren't into sport, and I'm, they just ask me why I like it, and I'm just like, it's the unpredictability of. You know, mm. even if your team isn't going that well, you go into there and you don't know. You may go well, you may go bad, but walking in there, you don't yep. know. Anything can happen. Anything can Anything happen. Anything can happen. Obviously, we had a draw on the weekend. Yeah. So I've got another question for you. Yeah. What else in life are you happy with a draw? A draw. Yeah. Draw, eh? I, I do like an old Western, you know, with a draw, you know. <laughs> You know, yeah, that the, type of draw. The old Etch-a-Sketch, you know, yep. crack out the old Etch-a-Sketch every now and then. No, but um, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm really, you know, an authority to speak on this. I'm not a huge um, soccer, football fan, you know, yep. where, correct me if I'm wrong, but you think if you were, you know, if you're really into soccer and football, you'd pretty much get used to uh, the old draw, wouldn't you? Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it, it pretty much happens all the time, 90 minutes, yeah. all of the draw. Um, I, I can't think of many other things in life where you would be happy for a draw. Like, yeah. say you're getting married and um, you're looking for wedding celebrants and two are jumping out at you and you're like, I don't know how to make a decision. You know what? It's a draw. It's let's a just draw. have two. Yeah, double let's the cost. Just, <laughs> double the cost. <laughs> Money is no issue, honey. Or but, like uh, a, another one, you've got two people gunning, like it's a, it's a race to get promoted and they're trying to get promoted for the same job and the boss is just like, you know what? Fuck it. You both get promoted. I'll, yeah. I'll make you both that title. I, I can't think of anything else really in life apart from sport where you're happy yeah. with a draw. Well, depending on what type of job you're talking about there, it could depend on how good or bad it is. But yep. let me take a little bit of a left turn here. We're talking about draws. Now, I know it's a bit of a left turn, you know, clutching at straws a little bit here. But I wanted to ask you something. Mm-hmm. Now, we've both got young kids. Yep. They come home from school. Generally, when they unpack their bags and things, they've got lots and lots of drawings, you know, little drawings that they've done. They do every day or even at home when they do drawings. Now, is there a rule to what you do with those drawings? Do you keep every one of them as a parent or do you do the old, uh, this one, they're not, they're not looking, I'll bin this one? Because 
Is there an unwritten rule? Because you can't keep every single one. Yeah, I'm the same. I As soon as it comes out of the bag, I don't even give it a chance. The kid's not paying attention. Fuck it. It's going in the bin. <laughs> Straight on, <laughs> you savage. <laughs> Tell you what, I'm I'm pretty bummed I didn't get to go to the game. After seeing that 32 all draw on on TV, man, I wish I was there. Mate, it would have been good too. You know, I love how they play these. You know, take it out to the grassroots of league and stuff and go out yeah, there. But it's um, a fantastic stadium out at Mudgee. I love it. Yeah, I've never been there, but I'm looking forward to going there. But somewhere I have been, which is mm. a great place to watch. You know, the games if you can't get to them if they're playing away, is to go in and see our sponsor, the Grain Store. I love it in there. It is fantastic. Oh, mate, it's absolutely Massive awesome. Massive screen. Going to, yeah, nice feed. Ton you know, of beers. Ton of beers to choose from. Ton of beers, and they're forever changing. So yeah. if you're one of these people that like to try different beers all the time, then, mate, that place fucking Mate, there's a reason it's, you know, one of the best venues in Newcastle. You know, everyone's excited when we announced them as our sponsor this year. So, mate, just get in there. It's a, it's a fucking amazing venue. But you know what's even better, Storky? What? The game on the weekend. Oh, mate. I know it was a draw. Yeah, And I know you can't be too happy with a draw all the time and you're not going to be happy with a draw all the time. Well, we were a lot happier than the Eagles fans. Oh, absolutely. Well, they they were probably going there thinking we were going to be pushovers yeah. and they were going to win by 30-odd points. And little did they know, we showed them. Little did they know that we, would, that could. we would hang in there for yeah. 90 minutes and come away with a draw. I was, I was so proud of the boys. Yeah, so was I. I, I don't know. I don't know what this Knights team is, but suddenly a Knights team have decided they're going to show heart, they're going to show passion, they're going to show leadership. Everyone's just standing up and doing their job. I'd love it, if they showed those things, but in the first you know ten minutes or so, because mate, <laughs> I was getting a bit worried after that first ten minutes. I was like two yes. tries in, yeah, you know, and one of them, Lockie Miller. I don't know what he was doing for one of those tries, just standing there. But that was that was the biggest head scratcher I've ever ever had in my life just watching watching Lockie Miller there yeah. I, did you watch the, the Matty John show though I didn't because we were doing our Sunday night show but I did go back and watch it afterwards yeah yeah so you, you saw what he said about <laughs> yeah he thought it was a 10 meter line and when old mate dive for the trial yeah, he's, he's like, like he's like oh you dickhead like he even <laughs> said that he had a bit of a laugh going oh what's he done that for yeah. and then realized it was that at that moment he realized <laughs> he you fucked, fucked up, up. <laughs> and it just uh, Look, we can sit here and laugh about it as much as we like, but do you think maybe we should be taking that a little more seriously? Like, if that happens in a game where it really matters or, say, the game's on the line and he does that type of yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be doing that again. You know, I put that down to almost the same type of brain explosion with that Sharks player, you know, at um, half time or whatever, ran down to the wrong side of the field. Do you yeah, remember that? that's right. He did. And then he did look like the biggest fuckwit just yeah. jogging up the other end going, oh, yeah. I did that on purpose. That's in the, I put that in the same box as that. But, okay. um, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, like I said, I was worried about after the first 10 minutes. You know, here's an idea, boys. How about mm. this awesome defense that, you know, you show for 60 minutes of the game? How about we, like, just start off with that? <laughs> yeah. You know, us Knights fans, you know, you're, you're playing with their hearts here. Yeah. It's not a good thing. Yeah, we sit there after 10 minutes and go, oh, shit, it's going to be one of these days again. And last year it would have been. If that was dead set last year's side, oh, that would have been like to the races, you know, the Eagles are off. Next thing you know, they've scored 60 points. Yeah, I wouldn't have put it, yeah, wouldn't have put it past that. But but um, one thing I did want to ask you, actually, um, uh, you know, a little bit of controversy in the game. We did talk mm. about it on the Sunday show, so I already know your opinion about it. We'll, we'll give it a bit of a chat. Uh, was the Fitzy send-off? Yay or nay? 
Oh, mate, nay. Nay, I will nay that much that I will sound like a horse. Nay. Mate, it's... um. If you if you go back and have a look at it, it's it's off the ball. If you slow it right down, it's hundred percent off the ball. I know you don't want to slow things down too much because then, you know, pretty much ninety percent of the decisions are going to go against you as well. Yeah. But in in that type of moment, like we have the bunker, right? The mm. bunker's sitting there, and they love fucking getting their hands dirty in everything, don't they? Yeah. Like there will be a, a a moment in play, and the bunker will just be like, oh, "Hold up, guys! Like something happened back there." I just feel in that type of situation where you're really going to put a team down to 12 men that maybe you should have a look at it. Yeah. Just like you would have a look at, for example, the the try that they were looking at. Was that a penalty try? What was that? They slowed that right down. They had 13 different angles of it and they were like, right, this is what happened. We're going to send the guy off for 10. Yeah. Maybe do that when the ref's like, I would like to send this guy off for 10, but can we just make sure I'm making the right call? Yeah. And even take take all that out of the equation. I don't think it was worth a send-off anyway. No, it wasn't. Like, you've seen worse. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he even went off for HIA. So if it was that no, bad that he got sent off, he just got hit in the scone. Shouldn't he have went off for a HIA? Mm. And he didn't. So... But, you know, just when you think it can't get any worse with the, you know, bloody bunker butt, <laughs> then we have the Bradman Best try. Oh, fuck me. And I use the word try because it was yeah, a it, bloody try. It was a try. I have not seen one Knights fan say that it wasn't a try. I haven't seen any league fan in general. Uh, that's where I was about to go. Is I haven't seen a Knights fan deny that it's a try. I haven't seen a commentator say that they didn't think it was a try. They asked the Manny Johns panel and they were all like, yeah, it was a try. Yeah. Every single person in the game that matters has said it was a try, except for Graham Anesley, or Anesley as I like to call him. He come out and said that, no, look, we made the right call. It, it was a no try. And I, I, I don't know how yeah. that, that decision baffles me. That was absolutely ridiculous. So realistically, we should have won that match, you know, really. Oh, 100%. So, but, but we would have we had to, because that, that would have originally been to level it up or go in front from then. Yeah. And then obviously Dom scored after it. But say Bradman scores there and we managed to kick two, we're two in front. Yeah. So I know it's a lot of, you know, he said, it's she a lot said. Of you he, can't he, really say we definitely would have won, but hey. It definitely would have went a lot towards it. It just takes the game out of our hands a bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. But I'll tell you what. Dane Gagai played in his 250th game on the weekend. Mm. Seeing him run out with his boys at the start of the game. Oh, mate. I thought that say. was a beautiful moment. You know, being a dad of, you know, two boys and a girl, you know, just running out with your kids on the field, that's just a proud moment. They'll remember that their whole lives as well. So definitely a very proud moment. That was good to see. Um, someone I wanted to bring up, um, someone I feel redeemed themselves, Dom. I was saying all last week that I think Dom should, uh, should be in the side. I think yep. he's too good to leave out. Okay, he had a Barry Crocker. I haven't yep. used that term for a while, Barry Crocker. You know, the <laughs> I used it last call. week, I think. Oh, you used it too? Okay, people still use Barry Crocker? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Let us know, guys, out there. Um, but, yeah, it's like, yeah, I've lost where I was up to. No, Dom, I've been saying all week that he should be in the side and he should, and Mazu should be on the other side. Hunt just unfortunately isn't cutting it. Now, I do believe Hunt was injured. That's why he got put out. But I, regardless, I would have had him Dom in the side over Hunt. And I think he proved why 
He's just a more explosive, more dynamic player than Hunt is. And yep. I I've, I know he's going to the Roosters, so there's that little bit of sour grapes with everybody. It is what it is. But we want the best players in the in the side. Hmm. And I think he's the best. Well, to be I think maybe AOB only put him back to reserve grade to kick him up the arse. Well, if he did, mate, it's it's, it's it worked. worked. So I, I, AOB, I, I, nice work, mate. I think that's what happened. And, and he scored that. I know he scored four tries, but that one try where he went the whole length of the field, Oh, what? went through about a thousand hands. That I didn't was a fucking nice see try. It. You didn't see it. I did not see it. Um, I, I've, Too I've many saw... foghorns passed out in the lounge. <laughs> oh, no, I wish. <laughs> but no, Dom Dom got the ball, and I'm there, and I'm like, go, Dom, go. Like, I'm off my seat. Next thing you know, I think KO's just picked up on my excitement, <laughs> and KO's like, video error. Oh, no. The old so, video so, error. so I've done the whole fuck, get out and get back in. Yeah. By the time I got back in, Dom's putting the ball down. I'm like, fuck yes, Dom scored. <laughs> I assumed he just ran the whole length of the field and oh, scored. Mate, that's one of the best tries this season for I us. Missed, I missed the inside ball to Lockie Miller, was uh, it? And then, then it, it went back to, to, to Frizzell. Yeah, Frizzell. And then yeah. back to Dom. I missed all of that. Oh, man. Because fucking KO. Let me tell you with KO. Let me tell you. Could you imagine watching KO back in the day of the 97 grand final? You know, oh. John's down the blind. Video error. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? It would have rewritten history. Fuck, there'd be so many Knights fans that just didn't uh, see that moment happen. So many sporting moments. Going for the, you know, the touchdown to win the <laughs> game or something. Oh, he's going right back. He's up. Video error. Video error. Oh, man. Now, look, Tyson Tyson Gamble um, had a HIA in the last, I think it was about 14 minutes. Yeah. He was stumbling around, which is grade one HIA. Yeah, like immediately away. you're not coming back and you're done for 11 days. Yeah. Um, how many times has that fucking happened to us where in the last 10, 15 minutes of a game we lose a playmaker? Yeah, it's actually funny you mention that, mate. Mate, if I'm like in, you know, playing in the halves like this week, if I'm bloody Hastings or Crosland, I'm keeping an eye on that. Yeah. <laughs> Watching if, out, you know, that if, little bit of extra caution. <laughs> if, if there's 15 minutes to go and I'm a ninth half, I start going, okay, um, I'm not going to make any more tackles. <laughs> I'm not going to run with the ball. No one tackle me. Hastings, what are you doing? Dom's like, safe. Hastings, what are you doing out here in the wing, mate? <laughs> it's mind drive business, Dom. <laughs> I'm just chilling out for a little while, okay? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to miss the next game. But, um, yeah, no, overall, I thought it was a really good game. You know, I was, like you said, really proud of the boys. So, yep. yeah, I'm upwards and onwards. So, even though we didn't win, it gives you more hope, and I'm looking forward to next week. Yep, bring on next week. All right, let's move on to our punt club top five after round uh, round five, isn't it? Round five already. Round five, that's insane. Still a lot to go, but, yeah, it does feel mm. like we're burning through them. Yep, first place, Alison Lancaster, 30 points, margin of 88. Hayden Basford in second, 28 points, margin of 59. Third place, Lisa Patrick, 28 points, margin of 67. Fourth place, Callum Green, 27 points, margin of 56. Fifth place, Eugene, 27 points, margin of 64. Storky, you climbed the ladder this week. You oh, went, you went from fifty second to forty ninth. Oh, I got the touch. I got the power. <laughs> Gee, that's a pretty big jump. Now I'm going. I'm going. I'm climbing up slowly. You know, yes. I, I do pick a few out there picks, which is pretty silly for this early in the season. And you'll see later on in when we talk about our tips. I've done it again this week. <laughs> but um, you know, you got to make it interesting, mate. I had a I had a fucking shocker. I'll tell you that much. Not so much a a shocker in my tips, like who I actually picked. But I'm sitting there on Thursday night, I've I've watched the game, and I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet, I got that. That's that's who I tipped. And I go onto the the, the app to have a look at my tips. (laughs) 
and I got the team that lost. And I'm like, hang on, no, I, I, I tipped this. Like I remember telling everyone that this is who I tipped. And then I realised that I haven't put my tips on for that round. So oh, they gave me no. the... And I was like, oh, you are fucking hitting so me. you like thought you had them, but no, you didn't. Yeah, so instantly I didn't get that game. And then I had to I put my tips in for the rest of them and then yeah. ended up having a shit week anyway. That would have sucked too because I, yeah, yeah, what eels. But it, it just amazes me sometimes how you can go into a round of football and you're like, that's it. I'm getting eight out of eight this week. Like I'm so confident in my tips. Like, <laughs> I've dead set never thought that. <laughs> you haven't? <laughs> Not recently anyway. Somehow this week I'm going into into it going, you know what? I'm really feeling I'm going to get eight mm. from eight this week. This This is the week. I think I got fucking four or something. It was yeah, I did feel a little bit confident last week, you know, but... Um, well, you had pretty much every, the same tips as me. I would have felt yeah, confident I, too. Yeah, I picked the Knights, you know, and I wasn't, you know, 100% confident about that. Yeah, I picked the Knights as well, and then we get a draw. At least no one got that one. Yeah, well, there you go. That's true. That yeah. is very true. Uh, so I went from 13th to 26th. Oh, <laughs> you're slowly falling. Slowly, mate. That's a that's a big jump. You're a bit like Homer falling down the Springfield Gorge. Remember that episode? It's like, <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. And then the bloody ambulance, remember they pull, pull him all the way back up and the ambulance, <laughs> and run, the ambulance runs into the into tree. The tree and then, yeah, that's fantastic. That'd be, that'd be next round. Or maybe not. I'm not putting <laughs> that on you. But funny if it was. Well, not for you. But. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, here's Lincoln. Oh. Fellas, what's doing? Hey, mate, how are you? Mate, still riding high after a draw, believe it or not. <laughs> um, yeah, mate, still, uh, still pumped. Oh, as we were saying before, it was the greatest draw that we've ever seen. You don't hear people come on and say, oh, pumped after that draw no. very often, do you? <laughs> doesn't happen often. Points a point, brother. Um, mm. But I tell you what, who is in my sights this week? And it's casual clothing at sporting events. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Not a fan, boys. No, not I'm not a fan, a fan either. What, what, what's your biggest gripe with it, mate? If you are going to go watch your team play, you should be at the very least, the bare minimum, wearing a shirt that is the colour of your team. Yeah, the bare, that's true. And that's, that's rock bottom, the bare minimum. So yeah. not even the team's apparel, but at least their colours. Like if you're at rocking like a, if you're rocking a business shirt because you've got a business meeting straight after the game, bit weird. But if you have, it should be whatever colour your team is. Should be blue. Is. Yeah. Mm. Yep, absolutely. Um how can the boys tell who you're supporting from the crowd, from the grounds, looking up <laughs> yeah. at the crowd with a bunch of dudes in white shirts and black, black shirts, shirt. and yeah, fucking NBA jerseys? No, don't even get started on wearing another sports jersey. Mm. That's just no. Nah. Yeah, yeah it is weird. Like, as you guys, as you guys know, I'm a massive jersey collector. You can see over the, my shoulder here. Uh, I'm not saying you got to wear all the kit and all that stuff, but boys, it's a part of tribal warfare it's what it's ingrained in, within us as human beings mm. the apache warriors would wear their colors and go to war as warriors mate sports no different it builds camaraderie morale mate what 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 better thing to see if you're a player on the field and just seeing a fucking sea of red and blue yeah see i see these people that just wear like you know normal standard clothes and i possibly you know maybe mistakenly but my first thought is uh they just got free tickets or that's you know they're just a casual fan. yeah that, that's usually the thought goes through my mind and too. you know that's that could be wrong because you know they could be one of the biggest fans and just not wear night stuff but i just i don't see the connection there i'm like if you're yeah. a huge fan you're I, at least wearing at least yeah a scarf or something 
I have you never know shits shits me off too. Actually, on that point, Storky, is you know when like it's a, a, the players debuting and they'll have like mum and dad, yeah, and they're like not in any of the kit. Like what the fuck? If <laughs> if 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 one of my kids was debuting for a team, hopefully the Knights. Mate, I would be head to fucking toe in that kit. Oh, yeah. On the flip Even side. Even if you just bought it and it's got tags hanging off it everywhere, like you'd still be wearing the wearing the gear. On the flip side, you Absolutely. notice how they always, when a new player joins, they always, first thing they do is get all the kids, like if they've got kids, all in the jerseys. But, you know, I can't blame them. I've been dressing my kids up in Knights gear for years. Yeah. See, I've never worn anything but a Knights jersey to a Knights game. I'm usually there in a Knights jersey, probably a scarf and a beanie if it's cold. Got the flag. I've got a Knights backpack. Like everything I have yeah. screams that you're a Knights fan. I can't picture rocking up to a game in a black shirt. Like it's it, that's very foreign well, man, I to me. Wore, I wore the PC. Remember the PC 300 yeah. shirt? I wore that uh, just as a T-shirt to a game. And that felt really weird. Yeah, it was bloody weird. hot in that, in that game too, in that <laughs> black T-shirt. I hope you felt I hope you felt disgusted in yourself, Torgy. Hey, yeah. It was, it was yeah. a Knights-related shirt, but like, like, you know. Yeah. Well, the, the only time I can picture it being somewhat acceptable to wear casual clothes to a night's game would be maybe if you're going out after it and you didn't have time to go home and dress rules are you can't wear a jersey you know yeah then then then, see a lot lot of people must be going out though after the game could you see a fair few of them there's no way that like ten thousand people on a sunday afternoon when we were there the other week and you just I saw yeah. so many random shirts and shit. And yeah. you're like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm gonna, I, I'm I agree, gonna, Link. I agree. I'm gonna flip this question but on you. Like cause you know, like you said, we all get decked out. Like well, you saw my wife last week. She was literally head to toe in red and blue. Yes. So but I'm gonna flip it's this good. I'm gonna flip this script a little bit. You know how some people it's just like a trend now for people to wear um, NFL jerseys, um, NBA jerseys and things like that of teams and they don't even follow the sport? Yeah, that to me is just as weird. It's like, yeah, you I see would, a lot of like um, Raiders, Raiders fans. I'd hate to be an NFL Raiders fan because half of the people that wear your stuff yeah. don't even watch NFL. Yeah, see, I I almost I went to the I went to the shops the other day and I was about to throw on my Philadelphia Eagles Jalen Hurts jersey, mm-hmm. and I've worn that jersey every day. It feels like for the last two years. And then wearing it after they'd made the Super Bowl, I was like, oh, no, somehow now <laughs> I feel like I might be a bit of a bandwagon People fan. are going to think, oh, he's yeah. just wearing that. He, he's just wearing that just because they've made the Super Bowl. He probably doesn't even know, know what that sport is. Yeah. So I, I don't know how you can do it. I don't know how it's you can... It's a rebel sport curse, mate. It's, uh, you know, you probably five years ago, good luck finding a Kansas City Chiefs jersey. Now they're fucking everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, had a good, I, have a, I got a doozy for you. I was at Coles the other day. This poor, confused bastard, he had an Oakland Raiders hat, but then a patch shirt on. <laughs> I tried to get a photo of this bloke. I couldn't believe it. I was shaking my head. Surprised he wasn't wearing a Cowboys hat. Oh, yeah, he probably had fucking Titan shoes on. But, yeah. hey, here's another one for you. What is your opinion, actually, a neutral supporter wearing their jersey to a game and they're not playing? So let's say, for instance, you rock up at McDonald Jones and old mates over in a Canberra jersey. Oh mate, mate I, I, I probably I'm probably going to go against the grain here because I'm getting a vibe here off you two, if you pair. <laughs> but um, if I'm going to a game, say I'm like I don't know if I'm going to watch a Cronulla versus Penrith game or something down in Penrith, I'm repping my Knights jersey. I'm yeah. wearing my Knights jersey to that game, in hopes 
of being, you know, the um, oh, the Knights fan in the crowd, you know, the random Knights, the random Knights jersey. So yeah, Look, I I would probably wear a Knights jersey to something like that, because um, even on the our last home game, I'm sitting there and there was two people sitting in front of me. One had a, a Panthers jersey on, and one had a Rabbitohs jersey on. I'm like, where the fuck did you guys come from? Yeah, it is me. Um, but at yeah. the same time, like if I was going out with a bunch of mates or something, and they were like, oh, "I've got a, got a retro Panthers jersey for you to wear. Do you want to wear this to Panthers game?" You know what? I'd no, nah, I'd probably still tell them, nah, "Fuck I, yeah!" I, I could. I, I would probably wear like a retro Knights jersey and be like, "You wear your retro jerseys. We'll just all wear our old school jerseys." Mate, I'm a Spurs fan in the NBA, but I will happily wear other NBA jerseys because I just love some of the players back then were bigger than life, like Jordan, Ewing, all those players. But you will never ever see me in another NRL jersey that isn't a Knights jersey, and you'll never ever see me in another NFL jersey that isn't the Falcons. <laughs> You heard it here. <laughs> what about you, Link? What, what's what's your thoughts on it? Oh man, look. To be honest, like up here, up here, like if I do go to a game at SunCorp that the Knights aren't playing in, I used to have a Crushers jersey. I used to rock the old Crushers jersey. Being Southeast Queensland, uh, it was a little bit of a flex, you know, those defunct yeah. jerseys. Are yeah, maybe a team cool. that doesn't exist anymore. You just, That's a about, fair point. you just said about yeah, 3,000 people good. unsubscribed from the night. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I do, I do um, like look, the crushes though. To, to be honest, I probably would. Um, I think I flexed my um, the World Club Challenge jersey, something like that. Something that's different. I wouldn't wear a generic one, put it that way. Yeah. I'd wear something like people are like, oh, what the fuck's that? Yeah. Um, and flex like one of my old school jerseys for sure. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. But oh. I hope this message gets out to all the listeners. If you've got any mates that are going to go to McDonald Jones Stadium, for Christ's sake, get them to slap on a blue shirt at the bare minimum. Please. I'm begging you. You know what's going to happen here? You've, you've probably pissed off all these people that don't wear nice cars. Sean and I are going to go to do our next street talk, walk around a corner. There's just going to be like a gang of like 15 people. All in, in black shirts. In business <laughs> shirts and all this type of stuff just waiting for us. You know, with their flags, the, you know, hitting their flag the in their casual hands. Crew. You know? Looky what <laughs> we have crew. here. All right, mate, we will see see you on Sunday night. Why well, will, boys, straight after the game, isn't it? Um, yep. So, yeah, tune in Sunday right after the game. Let's hope we flog the Warriors and we can bask in victory in front of a live audience, eh? Yep. Love it. Thanks, mate. There, boys. Hey, man. Okay, Sean, let's have a look at our greatest Newcastle Knights side that we've been putting together over the last few weeks. Let's have a look. Building a nice team. We are. It's the ultimate Knights the team. Ult- well, the ultimate bench warmers alternate, yeah. ultimate team. So let's mm. have a look at 5-8 this week. So okay. um, I'm going to let you run first. So um, okay. who is your first honourable oh, oh, mention? My first honourable mention is Sean Rudder. Sean Rudder. Mr. Reliable, you know. Mm. Not too flash, you know. He's definitely never going to be accused of being the Michael Jordan of 5-8. But- Mate, he's got a premiership ring. He has. He got, has. A, got himself a premiership ring. There we need um, Technically not a 5'8". He started on the wing, I believe, and then shifted oh. to second row and then ended up in in the uh, in the 5'8 position. That's so interesting because I, I don't remember him as being the most coordinated type of player and he was a winger, so that's interesting. Yeah, and somehow we've just went, you know what, we've lost Matty, but we have yeah. to put someone in there. And he did a bloody good job. Let, let's throw in Sean Rudder. Yeah, very good job. Hmm. Um, my honorable mention, I'm going to go with Michael Hagen, Hates. legend of the club. I don't feel he gets enough recognition. He doesn't. Pro- not on the field. He gets yeah. a lot of recognition off the field. Like he's he's in everyone's you know top three Newcastle Knights coaches of all time. I would yeah. say, and 
You know, we we know he took us to he he uh, was the coach of the O one Grand took Final. Took us to the side. Glory Land. Yep, yep. So no, definitely, I think that's um someone to put yeah, on our I, list. I agree. He was the first five eight to take us to a final series. There you go. Mm. There you go. Yep. Uh, my second honourable mention is Jared Mullen. Jared Mullen, yeah, debuted at five eight. I know he went yep. on to play, a, you know, a bit of number seven and stuff. Yeah, we're but pr- we're probably going to also give him an honourable mention maybe <laughs> next week in our in our halfback yeah. spot. Yeah, but I'll give him an honourable mention. Um, you know, the the poor bugger was he he never had a chance from the start from oh, from mate. day one. Everyone's like, this is this is just it's Andrew Johns. Like, yeah, the next Andrew, Andrew Johns. Johns. I remember. I vaguely remember hearing people saying that everywhere. Oh, he's yeah. the next Andrew Johns when Johnsies retires. You know, inevitably, you know, we're okay. We've got yeah. him. He's the next We're, we're going to have Mullen. And then they threw him into New South Wales when he was like 18 or something. He was way yeah. too young and the poor bugger never got another A lot of people forget chance. he played Origin. Mm. A lot of people would forget that fact. Yeah. So. Um, and then, obviously, his career was cut short yeah. by the by the four-year drug ban. And, and I, watched a, I watched a podcast a few weeks ago where he was he was talking about that and really opened my eye to the situation mm. where it was it was a trusted friend amongst the whole playing group the whole playing group knew this guy this is where everyone went to get their um their vitamins not 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 bad things but yeah. they're like yeah. you know thing yeah legal stuff um he's went there to a trusted friend that he thought was going to going to help him out and his mates yeah. like mate just just take this you'll be right um, gave him a drug that stays in your system for six months. Yeah. And he even <laughs> said, mate, we get tested every two weeks. There's no way that I would purposely take something that I knew was going to stick in your system for six months. Yeah. Um, and then um, and then he tried, you know, uh, fighting that with the NRL. And the NRL's like, well, look, if this guy will come forward and say I gave him this and I didn't tell him what it was and blah, 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 we'll cut your ban in half. It'll be a two-year ban. Yeah. Old mate fled the country. <laughs> just Gee, fucking up and, up and left. Left the Mullen in Billy the Barker lurch. And just left him in the lurch. Yeah, so it's safe to say him and him and Mullen aren't mates anymore. No, I wouldn't wouldn't think so. But mm. um, so Just yes. a bit of... Bit of uh, information I thought I'd share with you. Yeah, well, I don't think a lot of people know that. And I think a lot of people are more than happy just to throw, you know, Mullen under the bus without knowing these things. So, yeah. you know, I'm not casting judgment either way, but, you know, a lot of people do those things without having all the facts. So, yeah. Human nature, I guess. But um, moving on, um, you know, something I noticed looking at the 5.8s, when I was doing a bit of research for the old show, I was looking and there wasn't too many to pick from. Surprisingly There's enough. There's not. We've up until recently where we've swapped a lot over the last <laughs> few years, we kept the same five eights for a long time. Yeah, because that wasn't really the position we were too worried about. We we're yeah. always worried about oh, we got to fill the halfback spot and the fullback spot, and but five eight kind of just went under the radar with us. We were like, oh, we'll throw Kurt Gidley in there. We'll throw Matt Gidley in there. Yeah. We'll throw Sean Rudder in there. It's like it's been a position where. We you got the immortal on the other side, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh no! What are we going to do? Just chuck the pie guy in there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not really a position where we've been like, we need a formidable five eight. Like yeah. when when you when you look back at history of if the knights for five eights, we haven't really, you know, we we don't have our have yeah. our um our monsters and 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 things like that that the other teams have well someone who i think will disagree with you there you know mm. a little bit um it will be our five eight pick uh you know pick for ultimate bench warmer newcastle knights five eight yep no surprises you know a lot of people probably you know have guessed it already oh, they, they know who's coming yeah we're going shane thompson no <laughs> just kidding 
<laughs> no, we're going to go Matty Johns. Of course, Matty Johns. It had yeah. to be Matty Johns. 160, 176 appearances for the Knights uh, between 92 and 2000. Um, he didn't get the immortal tag that his brother got. No. That'd be pretty hard as a like as a big brother. You'd be proud of your little brother yeah, becoming but, the best in the world and being the eight for mortal. But at the same state, same time, you would be a little yeah, fuck you, you little yeah, bastard. He's had his time to shine now, but I was actually talking to my wife about this the other day. It's funny how Joey was like the main the main yeah. man when they were playing football. Now they're they're both into broadcasting. Yep. I would say that Maddie's the better of the two. Oh, absolutely. So, yep. yeah, you know, it's different. Everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. But, um, yeah, man, I'm happy to put him as our 5'8". I think oh, absolutely. Great, great even, though, even though he didn't get that immortal tag Joey got. Yeah. He's still well, let's a be bloody honest. good player. He's a bloody good player, but let's be honest. He's not the best 5'8". Oh, no. In the, in the world, no. in the competition ever. He's so. good enough to play for Australia. He's good enough yeah. to play for New South Wales. Good enough to play for Newcastle. Bloody funny bloke. Everyone loves him. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I like I like that pick. Let's stuff. put that on the list in pen. Yep. All right. I like I like our team that we've got building here. Let's let's move on, Storky. Let's to our SJH Communications <laughs> Eye Catcher. And I tell you what, if you have problems with your internet, if your internet is not the eight for mortal of internets, then you need to go and speak to SJH Communications. They will set you up with the best Wi-Fi that you could possibly ask for. Internet speeds will go through the roof. I, I've got them here, and I'll tell you what, I can't keep up with my internet speeds. Couldn't be happier, mate. Your internet speed is like freaking Superman of internet speed. So, mate, if you're using those blokes, then I could not, you know, cannot go wrong with using that. So, very yep. happy. Very happy. So, a new segment for us starting from this week is we thought we would go with our, our eye catcher. What caught our eye this week? It doesn't have to be football related. If it's football related, then that's fantastic. But, Storky, have I got a doozy for you this week, my friend. Um, now, this is this is a, a bit of uh, footage that I came across, and I thought, you know who's going to like this? Storky. And you know who else is going to like this? Everyone watching this podcast. So have a go at this, my friend. Press, press play on that. Let's have the old Bo Peep, eh? And have a Bo Peep at this guy now. He's there proposing to his wife in the crowd. Oh, sweet. Right She's man. like, oh, this is this is a fantastic moment. Fucking bang! <laughs> Taking out. See you Taking later, mate. Taking out. See you later, And we don't mate. even know whether she said yes or no. That's the thing. Like, I don't know if she's sitting there and she's like, oh, that's a yes for me or fucking, oh, what the fuck's happening? Maybe she was going to say yes and then he saw how he went out. You know, it's like, oh, mate. mate didn't when, even try and sidestep her. When baseball meets football. Oh mate! <laughs> so that that was mine. That was at the opening of the the opening weekend of the Major League Baseball, and and I, the old mate obviously didn't get the memo that that was going to happen because you know security so. just had you know what they were like you know what you can't yeah. do this on our field. This is I why you have to turn up to meetings. You know, if there's a teams <laughs> meeting, you turn up to it. Otherwise, stuff like that happens. And if but. you're going to go on the field and propose to your missus, maybe let the club know. Yeah, beforehand yeah. that this is your plan. Don't recommend, yeah, just trying to don't, run out there. Don't just run out there and um, try and take on security. No. But okay, so something I came up with this week, so I'll just set it up. It's obviously it was taken at some uh, tennis um, tour. I'm not really a big tennis man. Don't know a lot about tennis. But um, this here is after the game. Uh, one of the players basically talking about the game. Firstly, um, I want to come... Do you like to be called Jenny or Jennifer? <laughs> Okay, 
Firstly, I want to congrat Jennifer. Oh, savage. <laughs> in the semis of the US Open. Savage. Oh, so what do you like to be called? Oh, this. I'm going to call you the other one anyway. Yeah, savage, mate. That's like, you know, gamble, you know, level savage, that is. <sighs> that's. So just... I just saw that and I thought, you know, that is funny. <laughs> you know, that's um, good sledging there. It wasn't even during the game. You've already won. So you're just really, you know, putting the, you know, putting the fork in at that stage. So, mate, put the fork in me. I am done. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our round six preview this week, Storky. The Knights and the Warriors back at home. Knights take on the Warriors at McDonald Jones Stadium this Easter Sunday. Kickoff is at six fifteen p.m. Six fifteen. Mm, it's a late, um, late one. Yeah, strange for a Sunday. Um, like we're going to be rushing home. We're going to be like need a DeLorean or something to get mm. home in time to. I understand this type of late kickoff early yeah. in the year when there's daylight savings and stuff like that, but no daylight yeah. savings anymore. Maybe. Uh, well, I actually don't see it as a bad thing because being Easter Sunday, oh, you know, just, yeah, we're going over for Easter lunch. A lot of people will be doing the same, having Easter lunches and stuff with family and stuff. So I guess it, you know, works out that you can still do that and still make it to the game. So Yeah, no, that, that's a good point. All right, let's have a look at the team for this week. Uh, it's pretty much an unchanged lineup to the team that faced the Seagulls. Young named, obviously, yeah. starting in the starting list this week. Um, we were talking before whether we thought Dom Young being dropped to New South Wales Cup was to give him a kick up the arse. And, yeah, and you can't deny him after last week. Imagine dropping him after that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Crossland was named at 5'8". We saw that coming. We were talking on the yeah. on the Sunday show when Called we were talking it. about um, he's going to be, that Gamble's going to be out for 11 yeah. days and everyone's like, who are you going to put in there? You and I are like, Crossland. Yeah. I was starting so to question we, a bit because remember we saw that Pong is back in the country. Yeah. Oh, how good was that news? But that, um, yeah, that news gets you excited because you just want to see him do well. You want to you, you want to see him doing well. You want to see yeah. him enjoying football. You want to see him enjoying life. You don't you don't want to see a player jetting off to jetting off to Canada to go and have brain scans and come back with potentially throw the game yeah. away or it's so good to see him back in the old red and blue. You know, a bit of wishful thinking, thinking he may have been in the side this week. But yep. anyway. Now, Crossland's been named and there was backlash everywhere, especially on, on we obviously put the team list up today yeah. at, at four o'clock. And so many people just straight into Crossland, straight yeah. into him, just saying, oh, he's fucking shit. He's, how'd he get into the team? And blah, 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 does this, does that, does this. I'm sitting there thinking, mate, it's fucking Tuesday. Like, we play on Sunday. Just give it a rest. If he has a bad game on Sunday, then maybe come out and say, oh, he had a shit game. But why are you giving it to the kid on Tuesday? You're already putting him under pressure. You're already setting him up to fail. Yeah. You you know what I'm saying? 100%. Imagine being in his position. He's like going, oh, I'm getting put into, you know, the halves. Yeah. He's been there before, you know, but it's still a big thing. Yeah, it's a massive thing. He He wants to impress. He loves his town and he loves his team and and you get people putting shit on him on Teamless Tuesday. Yeah, that would be the worst feeling, man. I I would hate to be cross I'll tell you what, man. I hope he absolutely bloody kills it and then just like shuts up, you know, all of these naysayers. Just shut up. Everyone up now. Kurt Mann's been named at fourteen. Happy with that? Yeah, man. I think that's um, his position. Personally, like I think they, I, I would put him there in our full strength side. I know a lot of people wouldn't, but um, yeah, I'm happy with that. No Elliot named again. I was going to bring that up. I was going to say, what's going on here with Elliot? Like, is he like? I could have sworn I read somewhere that that he was meant to be back this week. 
Yeah, well, we've been saying that the last couple of weeks, so I don't know what's going on. Like some type of update. Hey, you know, it's, if you're listening, give us some type <laughs> of update. Unless they, unless you have and I haven't seen it, then I apologise. Yeah. Now the knights, uh, the knights are underdogs this week. We're underdogs in our own backyard. Mm. How, how how do we bring back that fortress? Well, mate, I wouldn't symbol. have thought we were going to be underdogs, and I was literally thinking, oh, at home against the Warriors, we'll go all right." And then I saw the Warriors game oh, last yeah. week, which I actually watched, and they beat the um, the Sharks thirty two thirty in a bloody good game. They went right down to past the wire because you know yeah. old um, Hines was kicking for goal to you know take it into overtime and Golden Point and missed the goal, but they had a bloody good game. Sean they Johnson are- stood up. He bloody had a crazy game. Oh, Sean Johnson, I think, is the informed player in the comp at the yeah. moment. I, I think he's the best player in the comp. Um, the Warriors are f- sitting in second at the moment, so I can kind of see how yeah. they're favourites, and especially now we've we've you know gamble out. Um, yeah, yeah we've we've been we've got the underdog sticker slapped on us. Yeah, well, you know, you know how I am, how good I am at tipping. So you know, you can forgive me for forgetting that they were in second. But true. But um, yeah, let's move into our tipping. Actually, speaking of that, our Foghorn uh, Brewery Punt Club round mm. six tips. You sent me through your tips this week, and I was I thought that maybe you'd had a few too many Foghorn beers. They are beautiful beers. Well, I'll tell you what. Last week's game, I had my dad and brother and watched them. They came around and watched it with me and my wife, and uh, we got in stuck into a few of the old, uh, you know, foghorns. Yeah, um, yeah. My brother, you know, he had about five hundred. No, he had a fair few. Old Mitch, he went, <laughs> he went well. There's a couple of good reviews in there. Yeah, yeah, a few good reviews. I actually had to go back and watch the game because it was just, you know, when you're watching it and you're starting to talk and get, yep. yeah. But it was, um, no, it was good. So yeah, we'll move on to our tips, Storky. Storm versus the Roosters. I have taken the Storm. Okay, well, I've actually taken the Roosters. That surprises me because Roosters were your like go-to team. Like I know, and then then I said I'm not going to tip the Storm anymore. They keep losing, but here we are. Yeah, uh, Bulldogs versus Rabbitohs. I have taken the Rabbitohs. I have taken the Bulldogs. This is mm. one of those you know ones where I may had a couple of too many foghorns. <laughs> Cowboys versus Dolphins. I have taken the Cowboys. Taking the Cowboys. Still think the Dolphins are on a downward trajectory. Yeah, I, th- I think they've beached. They're out of the water. <laughs> they've beached. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, the Panthers versus the Seagulls. I have taken the Panthers. Yeah, taking the Panthers on that one. Yep. Broncos versus the Raiders. I've taken the Broncos. Broncos, the competition leaders, and as much yeah. as Link hates it, I think they're going to get the win here. Well, they're going to put like 400 points on the, <laughs> on the Raiders there. They're bloody struggling out yep. the Raiders. Titans versus Dragons. Now, this is one that could go any way for me. Yeah. I have gone the Titans. I was impressed with Dragons last week enough for me to tip them. I think this is the first time I've tipped them <laughs> and probably the only time I thought I would have ever tipped them. So I surprised myself here. Um, but yeah, I've gone Dragons. Gone Dragons. Knights versus Warriors. I have gone the Knights. Gone the Knights. Gone the Knights. Back in the Knights. Tigers versus the Eels. I have gone the Eels. Yeah, I've gone the Eels. Like even the Tigers fans aren't going Tigers. No, not at all. No. Uh, and the Sharks have the bye. Now let's move on to our questions this week, Storky. Yeah. Craig Arms, do you think as a fan base... It's time to take the foot off AOB's neck. Yeah, I actually do. Like, not fully. Um, you know, let's be honest. We're not, like, kicking ass or, you know, you know, winning heaps and heaps of games or anything. Mm. But just the attitude seems to have changed. Um, and if for nothing else, more than that, just that um, that fly shit comment he did in the presser. How good <laughs> yeah. was that? I love to see that because it even looked when he went to say it, 
it was like, oh, should I say this or shouldn't? No, this is what happened. This is how I feel. I'm going to say it. And I love that. We've been talking yeah. about for ages. We want to see more of that. So, um, yeah, um, yeah, I think yes. Yeah, you think yes. Um, I, I, I think it was always going to happen. I think it's always going to happen when a, a coach is under pressure and he's, you know, the, the team's not performing well. They're under fire. Yeah. And then when the team starts performing well, everyone's like, oh, I guess we should back off the coach for a little while. The team's doing well. Like, I, I think that's just natural. Yeah, I think it's yeah. natural for people just to be like, oh, okay, well, then coach is doing okay for now. Yeah. But, you know, it's we're going to lose games again down the track probably. And, oh, and it's going to be the first. He'll be the first one that people call out for it. Yeah, so. and straight away people are going to have him by the throat again and I, I think we're going to be in the same situation. But... Yeah, for me, it's just one of those one of those natural things that when a coach is under pressure and the team starts performing, that yeah, people ease up a little bit. Yeah, rightly so. So, okay, so Adrian Magali, the stat man. Um, so, what difference can you see in the team from this year to last year? The the want to win, the want yeah, to the win. Will. Like it just looks like they want to win games. Um, it looks like they just want to be competitive. So yeah. to me, the, the fact that they want to be competitive, they're, they're showing heart, this team. They're showing pride in the jersey. They're showing passion. They're showing leadership. They're showing so many things this year that... For us to get excited about. We didn't, we didn't see last year. So that, yeah. that for me, is, is instantly what, what's different between this year and last year. Yeah, 100%. Everything you said. Um, as far as on the field stuff goes, I think our kicking game has been a lot better this year. Um, and I think just the the structure in the halves, like just having that structure, like yeah. somewhere who has ownership, like it feels like with Hastings and the halves and even with Gamble in there, it feels like we've got ownership of the halves again. I think that feels like it's been missing for a long time. Like look at last year, like with Clifford, who knows what was going on there. And yeah. as much as, um, oh, I'm having a mind blank with his name, um, uh, last year, number seven, Kloon. Kloon, sorry, Kloon. Um, uh, yeah, as much as you know, he put Did in a hundred percent effort. Yep, you can't blame him for that. But yeah, there just wasn't that direction. So no. yeah, no. All right, let's move on. Alex Williams, how good was Johns? Surely he gets a bench spot when we get some players back. Yeah, well, I agree. He's in the starting side this week, mm. so you know that's a big plus for him. You know, it's um, you know, I. Personally, even um, if he doesn't make the actual, you know, starting 13 and he goes back to the bench, I would have him over Brody Jones. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. So, yep. um, yeah, I think he's really improved. Been one of the improvers this year. Oh, so. absolutely. One of, the, one of the big improvers this year. So, yeah. for me, yeah, he, he's, he's got to be in the 17. And when, when players come back and he can no longer be in the starting side and he's, he's got to be somewhere on the bench, like yeah. you were just saying, if it's between him or a Brody Jones, yeah. then I'm taking the Jack Johns yep, every day of the week. Okay, so this one, Durant Morton. The Philadelphia Eagles, oh, you'll like this one, being an old Eagles fan. Mm. The Philadelphia Eagles head coach is known to have very short training sessions in the off-season to help preserve the player's health and durability for the upcoming season. With the already crazy casualty list piling up, do you think it's something we should look into? Um, I, I, I don't really think you can compare the two type of training between the two, two, um, two sports. Like you look at NFL, it's very sh- short burst, high energy, very bang, 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 bang. You know, you, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, where, yeah, where is, whereas league is more that endurance. Like you look at some of the you look at NFL players like they are massive like even your wide receivers and your running backs are big dudes 
I don't think someone like them is going to last an 80-minute game of NRL. Yeah. Um, so, look, if, if, if you're just saying let's ad- adopt that type of thing and, and have shorter training sessions, then I, I'd be willing to give it a go. But with, you know, sports science and everything these days, They've got GPS trackers on on people running around at training. They they know exactly how fast someone's max speed is. They know when he's only running at eighty percent speed. They know when he's running at like eighty percent of his fatigue levels. Yeah, like sports science is that involved these days that I I, I don't think they will take a backward step. If anything, they're going to mm. continue to try and get more and more and more and more out of players. Yeah. Um, but I, I would kind of like to see a, an old school mentality brought back into training because we do see a lot more soft tissue injuries. Like you look at the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles this year, all of their injuries were contact injuries. They didn't have any soft tissue. They didn't have any ligament issues. So maybe there might be yeah. a correlation there between... The, yeah. the, the two approaches. I think it's an interesting concept. Like, you know, I know what you, you know, he's saying here is, you know, maybe if it's um, uh, they're training all year round and doing these type of things um, in the off-season that when they come back, it's, you know, maybe less stress on their body to get back into it. Maybe that's what you're looking at there. But uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's one of those things. Like, it's, it is a bit apples and oranges with us in the NFL. They also get paid a lot more money to oh, do that. So, shitload you know, money. if you were going to make it, you know, all year round where they're training all year round, you're probably going to have to up the money and stuff there as well because, you know, they deserve a break like we all do. Yep. Um, so, but yeah, I think it's an interesting concept. Interesting yep. concept. It'd be interesting to see how you would implement shorter training sessions into into what they're doing now because yeah. man there'd be that many nights there wouldn't be many nights fans out there that would be saying oh i don't think the boys need to train for as long like i think <laughs> well he's saying just in the off season so yeah yeah so but you know what i mean yeah anyway that's it for for this week's show stalky um sunday night show is going to be a bit later this week yeah it will be because obviously we'll be at the game so we'll be we'll, on our way home from the game we'll like be at the guys. game and kick off six fifteen, so yeah. it'll wrap up around about 8 and then yeah. I have about a 45 minute journey home so yeah, give, give, us, that, so. give us give us you know another 15 minutes after that to yeah. to be ready for the show but we will be we'll be back in but it's going gangbusters so oh, anyone who listening mate share it with your friends because yous are involved in that show yep so, mate, go ahead, share it. You know, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be yep. good. Um, and no street talk this week at home game for us. No, no, we're going to give it a miss this week. Just going to give um, it a miss with Easter. Yeah, with Easter. And I've, yeah, I've got a family lunch before that I'm going to go to. So, um, yeah, we're going to give it a miss. But we'll pick it up, um, you know, down the track the next oh, time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, Storky, thank you very much for joining me. No, thank you very much. Thank you, everyone, for watching at home. We shall see you on Sunday night. Goodbye. Thank you.